At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air and at VSIN Live. Week nine in the NFL has come to a close with the Steelers beating the Bears 29-27 on Monday night football. And the Steelers fail to cover the touchdown spread. The game does go over the very low total of 39 or 40. And this game was obviously marred by a bunch of penalties, a lot of penalties being called on the Chicago Bears, in fact. 12 penalties for 115 yards for the Chicago Bears. And you just can't overcome that many penalties. Yet you just can't. So they were behind the eight ball all game long. Credit to Justin Fields and the Bears for coming back in that fourth quarter, actually taking the lead and leaving too much time on the clock as it would happen with quarterbacks like Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger engineers the field goal drive to take the lead, and then the Bears had an opportunity to move down the field and kick their own field goal, but they were unable to get it close enough as the Cairo Santos 65-yarder fell plenty short. So the Bears fall to 3-6. and six. The Steelers are now 5-3. and three. And after what was such a bad start to the season, when they were 1-3, and three, and everyone writing them off, the offensive problems, obviously, were very clear. And the defense... Doing its job to an extent, but offensively not scoring enough points. Not pushing the football down the field. The offensive line not protecting Ben Roethlisberger. Not opening holes for Najee Harris. And all of a sudden, after losses to three good teams, teams that are in playoff contention in the Raiders, Bengals, and Packers, they have now rolled off Four straight wins over the Broncos, Seahawks, Browns, and Bears. And they face the Lions next week, so you can pretty much pencil that in for five straight wins. And this is a 5-3 and three team now, but could very well be a 6-3 and three team next week. And perhaps a team 
that you have to start considering as the team to beat in the AFC North. Current divisional odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook for the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the AFC North is plus 550. The Baltimore Ravens are your favorite at minus 175. The Cleveland Browns are next at plus 450. And then the Steelers at plus 550. But look at what's ahead for this Steelers team. I mentioned the Lions game next week. I'm going to pencil them in for 6-3. and three. And if you're a Lions fan and you're mad at me and you think I'm disrespecting your team, sorry. So 6-3. and three, And then you look at the Ravens. Next week, they are at the Dolphins. I'm going to give Baltimore a win there. So the Ravens will be 7-2. and two. Steelers will still be one game behind the Baltimore Ravens. But they play the Ravens two, twice. The Ravens' remaining schedule, Dolphins-Bears, they play the Browns twice, the Steelers twice, the Packers, and the Rams Those are difficult games for the Baltimore Ravens. Meanwhile, the Steelers, who play, as I mentioned, the Ravens twice. They play the Browns once because they've already beat the Browns. Their most difficult games are going to be at the Chargers, which is not that difficult, to be honest with you. At home against the Titans, Not sure how difficult that one's going to be, but the Titans are good. And at the Vikings, and we all know that the Vikings haven't exactly been uh, a a team that we can count on so far in this early point of the season. I'm not saying that the Steelers are going to win this division, but at plus 550, they have the best value on the board, and it's absolutely worth a sprinkle for a team that is just one game behind Baltimore for the lead, that will play Baltimore twice and has an easier schedule to an extent than Baltimore for the rest of the way. I think Pittsburgh at plus 550, absolutely the move. Now the Browns at plus 450, I don't know. Browns also play the Ravens twice. But the Browns have already lost one game to the Steelers. So by beating the Steelers, they would essentially be in a tie with them. Then it comes down to other tie-breaking scenarios. If they lose that game to Pittsburgh, well, then they're not going to win the division. Unless Pittsburgh loses a bunch more games. But right now at plus 550, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in this AFC North division. And for the Chicago Bears coming off of this loss. They say good teams win and great teams cover. And the Bears have covered. Now, four and five against the spread this season. But you have to start to wonder what the future for this team is. And is it Matt Nagy as the head coach? I think with Justin Fields, they have a good foundation to build on. You got to give the rookie, obviously, time to grow and, and to mature. And having him play now is a good thing, in my opinion, for the future. He's getting valuable experience. Can they pull an upset? I think they're absolutely capable of pulling upsets. Now, there are certain games where they're completely overmatched. That game against the Buccaneers is a good example of when they're completely overmatched. But they were competitive here against the Steelers. They were somewhat competitive against the 49ers last week. You know, this is a team that beat the Raiders and maybe taking advantage of the Raiders right after they find out the whole John Gruden situation. That was Gruden's last game as a coach. Uh, The win against the Bengals was a good defensive game where they picked off Joe Burrow three times. But they lost to good teams. They lost to the Rams. Lost to the Browns. Lost to the Packers. Lost to the Bucks. It's a difficult schedule for the Chicago Bears. So I don't think you can just say, oh, this is a bad football team. This is a waste of a season or whatnot. This is a team that has lost to good teams, a team that has held their own in certain aspects, and a quarterback, a young quarterback, 
that is learning and is getting better, hopefully, every week. And as long as you see some progress, then I think you're happy as a Bears fan. Can you bet on this team moving forward? If the spreads are high enough, I absolutely think you can. They were a touchdown underdog at Pittsburgh here on Monday night, and they almost won the game. At home against Baltimore, they're going to be an underdog. And do you feel confident betting them as that home underdog? Maybe you're not confident, but might not be a bad play. The line on that game is, let's see. Well, the Bears are on a bye, so it's the next week. It's after the bye week. So no line yet on that game, obviously, So because it's after their bye week. Ravens will be coming off of a Thursday night game. So the Bears will be coming off of a bye. The Ravens will be coming off of a mini-bye because they will play uh, this coming Thursday night. Um, and that is uh, this coming Thursday night. Ravens at the Dolphins, where Baltimore is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. So if Baltimore is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at the Dolphins, you got to figure it's going to be at least, it's definitely going to be north of a field goal in Chicago, at least four-and-a-half to five-and-a-half, maybe even six for the Ravens as a favorite in Chicago after uh, the Bears' bye week. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S, O-N-A-I-R. I talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers being a good bet to win the AFC North at plus 550. But what other teams, based off of what we have seen most recently, because a lot of recency bias comes into these things anyway, and the futures market is changing with every game that's played. So based on what we just saw in week nine of the NFL season, What other divisional bets have good value? If you look right now, the favorites in all of your divisions, we talked about the AFC North. Ravens are the minus 175 favorite. The AFC East, the Bills are a minus 500 favorite. In the AFC South, Titans are minus 10,000. Let's forget about that one. Chargers are a plus 130 favorite in the AFC West. You have the Cardinals as a minus 225 favorite in the NFC West. The Packers, minus 2,000 favorites in the NFC North. Cowboys, minus 1,600 favorites in the NFC East. And the Bucks, minus 800 favorites in the NFC South. Which non-favorite is the best bet to win their division? So take a look moving forward with the schedules taking a look at what we've already seen through nine weeks of the season. Coming up next, I'll talk about which non-favorite is a good value play in their respective divisions and why one of those division favorites, I frankly don't really trust them. Who is that team? I'll tell you about that team coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of the look ahead. It's brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking ahead at the divisional races in the NFL and trying to determine which non-favorite provides the best value moving forward. I've already talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 550 to win the AFC North. But I'll talk about a couple of other interesting ones. And the first one being the New England Patriots to win the AFC North. East. It was thought before the season started that the Buffalo Bills were going to run away with the AFC East and that the Buffalo Bills, who are favorites to win the Super Bowl, the favorite in the AFC at least, the Bucks are the favorite in the NFC, but the Bills, the favorite in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl, they are the best team in the division. They were going to run away with this thing. Well, here we are in week 10 of the NFL season. And the Bills are 5-3, and and the Patriots are 5-4. and The Patriots lose losses this year at, uh, at home in week one to the Dolphins where Damian Harris fumbles going into the end zone or else they win that game. Loss against the Saints in which Mac Jones didn't really play that well. He threw three interceptions, by far his worst game uh, this season as a rookie. They lose to Tom Brady and the Bucs barely in a game that um, was played in the rain in Foxborough. And they lose to the Dallas Cowboys in overtime. Just a crushing loss. It went back and forth at the end. Trayvon Diggs' interception return for touchdown was a a, a killer. And then Patriots come back with that 75-yard touchdown only to see the Cowboys get a field goal at the end to send it into overtime. And then the touchdown in overtime for the Cowboys to win it. Those are your four losses for the New England Patriots this season. This is a good football team. Mac Jones is getting better every week. And 
this is a team that still has two games with the Buffalo Bills coming up. And they still have a game with the Jaguars, a game at the Falcons, a game at the Dolphins, at the Colts. There are winnable games on this schedule for the Patriots. And right now at plus 350 to win the AFC East, I think it's good value because I don't exactly know how good the Buffalo Bills are. The Bills lost in week one to the Steelers. They then lose to the Tennessee Titans. And then this past Sunday, losing in a game that just, I don't, I didn't see coming. They lose to the Jaguars. They don't even score a touchdown. They lose 9-6 to the Jaguars. But look at the games that they have won. They beat the Dolphins. Big whoop. They beat Washington. Big whoop. They beat the Texans with Davis Mills. Big whoop. They beat the Dolphins again. Big whoop. And they beat the Chiefs. And we all know that the Kansas City Chiefs are just an average football team now. They're not the Kansas City Chiefs of old. They're a mediocre team. So what win for the Buffalo Bills shows me that they're an elite football team? And before you tell me about the numbers, your numbers are going to look good when you're beating up on bad teams. When you're scoring, when you're outscoring the Dolphins 35 nothing or beating the Texans 40 to nothing. How good are the Buffalo Bills? I just don't know. So looking at the Patriots at plus 350, I think it's a good value because it's going to come down to those two games against each other. And I think the Patriots could possibly win both of them. I certainly like it at the value of plus 350. What other non-favorites do I like? Well, speaking of those mediocre Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs are at plus 160 to win the AFC West. And yes, I know I've bashed the Chiefs a lot. And rightfully so. This is not a, not a good football team. Uh, they beat the Giants barely. They beat the Aaron Rodgers-less Packers barely. They beat the Browns barely. They beat Washington. Yay! They beat the Eagles. Yay! They lost to the Ravens, Chargers, Bills, Titans. And now, moving forward, just because of the standings in that division, they're only a half game out. Chargers and Raiders are both 5-3. and three. And Kansas City is there at 5-4. and four. The Chiefs will play the Raiders twice. And they will get another crack at the Chargers. If they can get, if they can win those three games, it will go a long way to helping them win this division. And then they got two games against the Broncos. So, you know, if you win those games... I mean, right now, the division is there for you. Yes, the out-of-division schedule gets a little bit difficult because you play the Cowboys, you play the Steelers, and then you're at the Bengals. You can win two of those games. If you win two of those games, then all you got to do is just take care of your division games you're going to find yourselves division champs. So as crazy as it is, the Kansas City Chiefs actually have a better opportunity now to win their division than they do of getting into the playoffs as a wild card team. Because if you look at the rest of the AFC playoff picture, I think it's going to be more difficult for them to get into the playoffs as the wild card because it's probably going to take uh, maybe 11 wins 
to get there as a wild card team, but it might only take 10 to win your division. So at five and four right now, if they can get to 10 and seven, that might be all it takes to win this division. And then you have, obviously, a couple other teams that are chasing wildcard spots as well right there with you, like the Browns, like the Bengals, like the Patriots, you know, Steelers and whatnot. So uh, I do think that it's going to be easier to get in as a division champ than it is as as a wildcard. The other one that got me thinking, and maybe you're a little down on them because of what you just saw on Sunday Night Football, but the Rams... At plus 190 to win the NFC West could be a good value bet. The Rams are still a the second favorite, even ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, to win the NFC at plus 450. So at plus 190 to win the division, here's what needs to happen. First of all, they're just one game behind Arizona, but they lost to Arizona. So the first thing they got to do is they got to beat the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals. They'll be tied with them in the record. They'll be tied with them with the head-to-head. It'll come down to division record. So now you got to beat the rest of the teams in your division, which so far you've done a good job of. Well, you know, you're going to have those games coming up. You're going to have two games against the 49ers. You're going to have... Uh, another game with the Seahawks. So if you just handle your business in your division, the Rams might be a good value play at plus 190 to win the NFC West. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, Mike Pritchard, host of Betting Across America here on VSIN, former NFL wide receiver, will join me on the program. We'll talk about some of these divisional bets and see where he thinks the value lies. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN midseason football special is here. For $99, you get everything VSN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on VSN.com and the College Hoops Betting Guide, which I saw, and it's absolutely awesome. This is a great deal, only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network, joined now by our very own host of Betting Across America, 3 o'clock Eastern time, Monday through Friday. He is former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard. Pritch, uh, what would you think of the Bears' uh, comeback attempt here on Monday Night Football. Well, they were only not only going up against uh, the Steelers, obviously, but uh, Tony Corrente. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah, all all offseason, I, I just heard people opining about, ah, you know, you can't play Justin Fields until he's ready. I mean, uh, even their coaching staff, even the Bears, like, oh, we don't think he's ready yet. I mean, come on. That, that kid is ultra-talented. And that's what we saw tonight. He's only going to get better with more playing time. He's only going to get better uh, through growing paints. And uh, it's unfortunate that that the Bears just didn't start the season that way because I I think you'd see a a more improved quarterback. But uh, Justin Fields got the makings of, of being one of those type of guys. Certainly he needs players around him. But I thought on this stage and this moment against the Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, that was a great effort there by Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Let's talk about the Steelers here for a second. I talked about this earlier in the program that I think at plus 550, the Steelers actually have a really good value to win the AFC North. They're just a game behind the Baltimore Ravens, and they will play the Ravens still two more times this season. What's your take on the Steelers overall and their chances to overtake Baltimore and win this division? Well, you got a team that's won four games in a row now. Um, and I remember this about three weeks ago. People were talked about Ben Roethlisberger. He's done. And and, and the Steelers are struggling. But what I saw was just Big Ben fighting a new system, a new offensive system. In mm-hmm. other words, Scott, he was still trying to be Big Ben 
within this new offense. And you can't do that. You, he, he needed to embrace this offense. Uh, and I think he's done that. I think after a bye and you get some time, you look at some tape, you evaluate things. And so now he's starting to operate the offense the way it's supposed to be. And, and he's still big Ben at times, but he's making plays. I mean, his arms nowhere near what it used to be. He certainly can't move around like he used to. Uh, so he, he, as an older player, as a guy who knows that his skill set is diminishing, uh, he's starting to play better uh, within within the confines of this system. You're seeing Najee Harris emerge. You're seeing the offensive line come together, and then you still have Pittsburgh in, in that defense. So uh, I, I I'm not mad at you really with the value right there. I think there's some excellent value uh, on the Steelers. Another division that I think uh, is not a foregone conclusion who's going to win, as it might have seemed that way at the beginning of the season or even a couple of weeks ago. In the AFC East, the Patriots are plus 350, and the Buffalo Bills, yes, they are everybody's darlings. Everyone's going to pick them mm-hmm. to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. They're the favorites in the AFC to, to go to the Super Bowl. But I actually think the Patriots have a shot at this division. I think the Pats are a very good team and maybe an undervalued team so far this season. Uh, what have you seen with the New England Patriots, and what do you think about their chances to overtake Buffalo? Scott, I think they're a get better team. I think they've been getting better. Um, I, I don't know where they are in terms of the rest of the league, but uh, they're in a hunt, and that's all you can ask for. You give credit to Bill Belichick. Uh, he's a GOAT uh, from a coaching standpoint for a reason. I mean, this guy has embraced uh, a rookie quarterback. He's embraced everything that a rookie quarterback would present to you. And unlike Chicago and all these other losing organizations, He's like, no, the only way Mac Jones is going to get better is by getting rid of Cam and playing the guy, naming him the quarterback, let him learn. And are we going to have some losses? Yeah, we are. But are we going to get better? Uh, and that's, that's what you're seeing. So uh, on the other side of that, when you look at Buffalo, uh, I've said this on betting across America many, many times now for several weeks in terms of they lack physicality. They think that Josh Allen can throw the ball and make all the plays. And that's a recipe for disaster. You have to have some type of physical presence as an offense and as a defense for that matter. And until Buffalo Bills, until they get that, until they start to understand that, until they start to play that way, uh, you're going to see a regression. I mean, they're still a very good team. I think one of the better teams in AFC, but they're not playing like it just because of their philosophy right now. So they've opened a door to what you have presented the New England Patriots having a chance at making a run in that division right now. You know, it's amazing. And we're talking to our very own Mike Pritchard, host of Betting Across America, former NFL wide receiver here, Scott Seidenberg, to look ahead on Vsin is when you look at the Bills' wins, Pritch, they haven't beaten anybody. I mean, the Chiefs are the best team that they've beaten, and the Chiefs, as we, we know, are an average football team this year. But two wins over the Dolphins, a win over Washington, a win over the Texans, Nothing about these wins impressed me from a, from a fan perspective and from just an outsider looking in. I really don't know how good this Bills team is. Yeah, they're complacent, right? I mean, you think about the Titans game in which, okay, you quarterback sneak it. You, you could have went to overtime. You could have won the game in overtime perhaps. Who knows? But, but I think there was complacency. They were going into a bye week. Remember that? And so – uh, let's go for this quarterback snake and see if we can win the game that way. But it backfired, didn't work. And uh, I think there's some complacency because of how prolific this offense was last year. But each and every year is so different. Uh, there's so many great coaches in this league and so many great players that once they understand what you're trying to do, uh, it's going to be harder to accomplish that. I mean, look at the Chiefs and the fall off there. And I think you're seeing that with Buffalo. When they can't run the football or they don't have a physical presence, teams know that. And as a defense, I'm going to make you struggle because I know exactly what you want to do right now. Would you consider the Jets plus 13 then on Sunday? I am. I, I actually am. I mean, I know it's early. Um, but, I, you know, I think I think the Jets are the elixir to, to everybody's problems. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I give the Jets a, a, a ton of credit, but they're still the Jets. And, uh, I, you know, they're, they're just not that talented. They're, they're a gritty, gritty bunch. And I think they're trying to change the culture and all that. 
But if Buffalo plays their, obviously if they play their A game, hell, even if their B game comes out, mm-hmm. uh, I think they should take care of business against the Jets. Let me ask you about another game coming up here for uh, this Sunday, and it's the primetime game, the Chiefs at the Raiders here in Vegas. Chiefs are laying three on the road. Why is this not an auto fire on Vegas? Well, um, I have it on good authority that I don't think you can get a flight out of Kansas City to Las Vegas for this game. Uh, <laughs> that's how many people are coming to this game out here. Um, so I, I, I could imagine the Chiefs, they're going to Chiefs Kingdom, they call themselves, yep. they're going to take over the Legion Stadium. Uh, and that's going to get tough. You know, I, I, you know, Deshaun Jackson added to the mix. The Raiders only have, what, three wide receivers. Now you add Deshaun Jackson, they got four wide receivers, and he's got to learn this offense. Uh, the Raiders go as well as Derek Carr plays. And if Derek Carr, which I think he's got a ton of confidence, he's beaten the Chiefs before, uh, if he can get this younger team to play above the level, uh, to play their best game, you know, the Raiders do have a legitimate chance in this one because the Chiefs by no means are, are close to anywhere they have been in the last few years. I feel like over 52 is just that, that's an auto, automatic play mm, in yeah. that game. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> and, and by the way, Deshaun Jackson learning the playbook, he, there's no playbook for Deshaun Jackson. You just tell him when, and that's when he runs a fly route. That's it. That's yeah, the only yeah, thing for yeah. Deshaun Jackson. You see that blade of grass about 60 yards deep? Yeah. Go there. I'll throw you the rock. Yeah, exactly. I hear you. Pritch, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, when you look at some of the other teams that are obviously the favorites, not just to win their divisions, but to move along, uh, the Rams coming off this loss um, – it's it's a bad loss, but I still consider them as the second-best team in the NFC. I think they're better than the Arizona Cardinals, but the Cardinals are still a game up. They play each other one more time. The Cardinals have that head-to-head win. Do you still favor the Cardinals to win that division over the Rams? Considering what the Rams have done with their defense, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals try to go after Odell Beckham Jr., Wow. I would not be surprised about that, right? Right. I mean, if you're thinking about teams that are all in and going for it, uh, you can throw – just think about the teams that are all in this year, Scott, and the perhaps if, if Odell Beckham Jr. escapes the waiver wire and he's actually a free agent, expect some of these teams that are front runners to go after that guy because I, I think some defenses have indicated or certainly some teams have indicated that we're all in. Our chips are in the middle of the table, and so – if you can get a talent like that to help out an offense, uh, look out for that. Yeah, that will be really interesting. Pritch, I love yeah. talking football with you. Thanks so much for joining me, and I'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, Scott. Take care, man. There he is, Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, the host of Betting Across America weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on VSIN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, I'm going to get into some of the games coming up for this coming week 10 in the NFL and why some of these large point spreads just don't make sense. So look ahead here on VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg here with you. To look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Speaking of the futures market, Josh Allen is your favorite to win the most valuable player award. Tom Brady is your co favorite at plus 350. Brady ain't even played this week. <laughs> he had a bye week, but everybody else dropped down. Uh, last night on the program, I talked about my pick, and the odds actually changed. Uh, Lamar Jackson is now plus 1,000 to win the MVP. He is actually your fifth favorite. Lamar Jackson is the first player in NFL history to have 2,000 passing yards and 600 rushing yards through the first six, excuse me, first eight games of a season. I think Lamar absolutely has a good chance to win another MVP. But Brady, probably the bet here, uh, as he leads the league in passing, leads the league in passing touchdowns. And I talked about this last night as well. Brady is the type of guy that has such a desire to be the best. And you wonder, at his age, why is he still playing? He's won everything there is to win. Right? Peyton Manning's done. Drew Brees is done. Why is Brady still hanging around and playing? Well, he can still do it. And, you know, with the rules in the NFL now, he could probably still play for a couple of more years. I think he has one goal left on his mind. Because this season, you know, he's got the passing yardage, he's got the touchdown yardage, all that stuff. He wants to be number one in every category. And he is. Except, I think it bothers him that Peyton Manning has more regular season MVPs than he does. He's got three, Manning's got five. I think Brady really wants to get to five. Um, It's going to be crazy for him to get to six, but he could get to five because he could win the MVP this year and come back next year and try to do it again. Uh, Or maybe he plays three more seasons. Because, you know, he's always said that he feels that he can play past the age of 45. Well, imagine, you know, he plays this year, next year, and the year after. So two two more full seasons after this season. Could he win the MVP this year and then win it one more time over the next two seasons, Ty Manning with five? Or just win it this year and maybe he calls it quits? I don't know. But maybe I'm just... Just making it all up, but that's, to me, just thinking about Tom Brady's career, what's left for him to win. I mean, hey, 
It's the MVP race here. So Brady is plus 350, your co-favorite with Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson plus 1,000. Interesting bet for me. Uh, Mac Jones is your second favorite behind Jamar Chase still for Offensive Rookie uh, of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year, it's still Micah Parsons, and no one's even close to him. Aziz Ojolari, who's having a good season, is at plus 1,000. He's next. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett's plus 275. TJ Watt plus 450. Uh, I talked about it before the season, how much I was on TJ Watt. So he's your second favorite. Dak Prescott, your runaway for uh, uh, comeback player of the year. Coach of the year. Cliff Kingsbury is your favorite now at plus 450. Brandon Staley, your second favorite at plus 750. Along with the guy who I said wins the award if the season ended today. Mike Vrabel of the Titans is at plus 750 along with Brandon Staley. So he is your co Second favorite to win Coach of the Year. And, uh, yeah, I do like Mike Vrabel. If the Titans keep keep this thing moving, uh, I would pick Vrabel because, especially without Derrick Henry, they keep winning. They're going to win this division. Just see uh, how many games it's going to be. But, um, you know, good season for the Titans so far. Mike Vrabel absolutely deserves to be in consideration for Coach of the Year. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Let's take a look ahead at the lines for week 10 in the NFL and uh, some of the opens compared to where they are now. But also, I want to look at some of these higher spreads because this is one of those weeks where it's like a college football schedule. Very, very high lines. We start with Thursday night. The Ravens opened up as a six and a half point favorite over Miami. The line is now at seven and a half. Jacksonville and the Colts on Sunday. Indy is a 10 point favorite. Opened up at 10. There's some 10 and a halfs on the board, but that's where it is there. Uh, the other high lines here, as we uh, look for things that are north of a touchdown, you have the Dallas Cowboys opening up as a nine and a half point favorites over Atlanta. It is at nine, or there's some nine and a halfs still left. Buffalo opened up as 13 and a half over the Jets. They're at 13 over the Jets. You have Tampa Bay opening up as a seven and a half point favorite over Washington. In Washington, it's now nine and a half. There's even a 10 on the board. Pittsburgh has opened up as a 10 point favorite over Detroit. And there are some nines and nine and a halfs on the board. Arizona, a ten and a half point favorite against Carolina. It's a ten across the board here, and uh, those are your north of a field goal, uh, north excuse me, north of a touchdown lines for Week Ten in the NFL. Which one of those games do I think is too high? One right off the bat, I think the Bills and Jets is too high. 13 points, Jets at home. We've seen what they can do uh, as a home underdog. We saw the Mike White Bengals game. Uh, I think given what the Bills are coming off of, there might be a different uh, approach here, a little more focused approach. But I do think that the Jets can give the Bills a game. And uh, I think 13 is just a little too much there. Bucks and Washington, I don't think that's too much because Tampa coming off the bye, Tampa coming off a loss going into their bye, that game could look very much like the Bucks game against the Bears several weeks back where it was just a complete blowout. Cowboys and Falcons. Cowboys as a 10-point home favorite last week against Denver just lost outright. Now they're nine-point favorites at home against the Falcons. Atlanta... They were a six-point dog against New Orleans. They won outright. The problem with Atlanta is that they, once again, they did this against New Orleans. They get a lead. They blow a lead. Atlanta is a nine-point dog, but I worry about their defense because let's say Atlanta takes a uh, uh, three-point lead, okay? I worry that they give up two late touchdowns and they lose the game 
by 11. The Cowboys cover. So it could be a close game throughout, but then Atlanta in the fourth quarter, their defense could let them down. So I don't know if I am comfortable taking the Falcons plus the nine points there. I actually think the Lions can cover nine against the Steelers. It's a very big number. Pittsburgh was just a touchdown favorite over the Bears. They didn't cover. I think that this game could be played you know, pretty close. The Lions, to their credit, and they'll get a win. They're not going to go winless. They'll get a win at some point. But to their credit, they have played close games. Maybe not the last one against the Eagles where they got absolutely blown out in a game where people were like, hey, maybe this is the week they get their first win. There's like a field goal spread. Eh, it wasn't the case. But they played the Vikings tough, played the Bears tough, they played the Ravens tough, they um, played the Rams somewhat tough. I think this is a Lions team that might sneak up on some people in the latter part of the season here. So I think maybe plus nine worth a look there. And then the Panthers plus nine and a half, I absolutely think is worth a look against the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are good. And I know the Cardinals just took care of the 49ers. But I can see Carolina, should they make a quarterback switch? Because that's the other thing that you have to look at. Because Sam Darnold was just terrible once again with the three interceptions. Carolina, if they make a quarterback switch, could be in for, uh, you know, play a spoiler role here. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the college football AP Top 25, predict what the new college football playoff rankings are going to be, talk about some best bets for the upcoming college football schedule. On the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.